You're listening to Power Femme Radio. This is a podcast where ladies come together and try to share their opinions and empower each other to be better women in society. Um, did he just say try? <laughs> You're listening to Power Femme, where women don't try, we do. Maria is an international hybrid health coach and the founder of the Me, Myself, and Health Academy. In the last year, she's traveled the world while running her online business and impacting thousands of women to pursue healthier and happier lives. She wants women to achieve the freedom that she has had in her own health journey, and she's on a mission to inspire women to create the life of their dreams. Yes, me. It's you, Bill. <laughs> Wait, okay, can we start? What is a what's a hybrid health coach? Yeah, it's um so you have your typical health coaches that usually give out meal plans and workout programs and then you have your functional medicine coaches or doctors who deal a lot with internal health. So I'm kind of that little spot in the middle. So I do the meal plans, I do the workout programs, mindset coaching, but I also offer support with hormones metabolism, thyroid, gut health, all of that jazz. So it's more like a holistic, like heal from the inside out type approach. Was that always your approach? Oh, no. I was super basic to begin with. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Like so basic, which is fine. Everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. But then I went through my own hormone issues. So I learned a lot about that. And then I went through, I went to Peru and I picked up a bunch of nasty gut bacteria and parasites. And then I had GI issues that I had to learn how to go through. Oh no. yeah. I mean, oh, no. yeah, we love Peru. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went through all of that and learned about it. And then I just realized how many women needed support in that department. Like how yeah. many women were constantly bloated, how many women had like no libido inability to gain muscle. It's all because of hormones Mm. so I was like you know what like why don't I do what I'm doing now but then put that on crack (laughs) by by adding gut and hormones and like and thyroid support to my clients it's crazy for me to even think about the fact that people constantly deal with like hormonal acne or Mm -hmm. you know cystic acne or like bloating or these things that you were talking about or like even just much deeper issues like not getting your period and all that and they women so many women just think that's just how I am Mm -hmm. that's just normal it's their new normal yeah and it's not and it's not normal no not not normal at all so when you take people through this process are they typically just like oh my god I've never felt this way before yeah they're like what is this life? <laughs> like, wow. wow. My skin is clear. I'm not bloated. I can fit into my bikinis. I actually want to have sex with my husband. Wow. Like, it's like, it's crazy. And it's those internal wins that really get me fired up and going. Like, great, you lost 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, my marriage is better. Or I have more patience with my kids. Or I'm taking pictures with my children. Or I know, I know. Oh my God. I know. It's like those things that give me a little tear in my eye. Yeah. But and, and I really do believe that just when you address your health, you also uncover a lot of trauma. Yeah. And so it's almost like every couple pounds that you lose, you're shedding a layer of, of toxins or mm. whatever was happening in your life that caused you to gain those two pounds, whether mm. that's emotional trauma or unhealthy lifestyle, you're like shedding that. So you're peeling back this onion and eventually you get to the mind portion, right? Mm. And then that's when you start uncovering a lot of deep stuff and a lot of that affects gut health and hormones yeah so once you can address that not only physically do they feel amazing but then mentally they're a better human and that has them being better partners and mothers and workers and they're making more money and their marriage is better so like 
fitness affects everything, mm. especially for women. Because a lot of the women that I work with are moms, and they're the backbone of the family. Mm. Yeah. Their children are going to imitate her whenever they grow up. You know? Yeah, that is so true. God, it's that true. It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm turning into my mother. I know. I the older the I get. Same thing. I'm like, what's your Netflix password, Daniela? <laughs> my sister. I'm like, can you just do it for me? I'm like, Oh no, the older I get, like, it's so funny because I love my mom to death. Actually, like, I hope I have half the resilience she has when I'm her age. Mm -hmm. She's just, she's overcome so much. She's so incredible, strongest, most fierce woman in the world. But the older I get, no matter how hard I try to not end up like my mom, I am like a spitting image of her. And so much of me comes from her. So yeah, it's funny that you say that too, because with like fitness being so important in the beginning point Mm -hmm. for such a huge transformation, transformation for people. I feel like when I first got into fitness, it was like just this mind blowing thing, like almost like better than a drug, you know? And it was like, I started to get to know myself a bit more, just like, like I started to create this new version of myself. Mm -hmm. Do you think that people should work out every single day? I think it's important to move your body every single day. Now that can be a weighted workout. That can be a Pilates class. That can be stretching, whatever you want it to be, yoga. I believe that taking care of yourself physically every single day is such a gift Mm. to yourself. Mm. And it allows for you to fill your cup up by doing things that are nourishing to your body before you go and take care of other people, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself. Mm. So I do some sort of movement every day. Mm. Maybe it's just a 30-minute walk. Sometimes it's like I'm doing supersets and backflip burpees at the gym. <laughs> you know, like whatever the case is. But I And I tell my clients, like, take that hour a day to really just focus on you. That's one out of 24 hours. You can dedicate that to yourself. Yeah. And when I don't do that for myself, I don't have as good of a day because I feel like something's missing. Right. You know? No, totally. So, no, it doesn't have to be crazy workouts every single day or, like, a spin class every day. It's just, like, moving – body and like I said it could just be like 30 minutes of stretching right that's amazing now that I'm 30 I've realized how important that is it's so important you know I so maybe you can speak to this because I feel like I myself obviously have been through like a fitness transformation Mm -hmm. I was a fitness coach as well at one point I don't know like when I first got into fitness it was like the only thing that mattered like it was like I was spending three hours a day in the gym like I was committed and you know my boyfriend and I still together but like he was training for a competition and like it was something we did together so we were bonding but now looking back I'm like okay like I don't subscribe to that way of working out at all anymore now I'm very much like a yogi whatever I don't think there's anything wrong with that but like where's the balance like how do you how do you find your way of like okay I either do like like five days a week of heavy lifting Mm -hmm. and I'm like in that zone versus like, okay, I'm in Shavasana every morning (laughs) calling it yoga. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's different for every person and different for the stage of life that they're in too. Mm -hmm. Because I've had moments where all I've been able to do is the restorative yoga where I'm practically napping the entire time. And then there's moments where I feel like I want to go to the gym. So I think like hormones greatly affect that. What part of your cycle that you're on too, especially you're ovulating you have so much energy like go hard at the gym Mm -hmm. and then when you're on you know when you're bleeding when you're on your cycle like you know take some time off but in terms of like long term 
as long as what you're doing is not affecting you physically in a negative way Mm -hmm. or mentally then do what feels right yeah like obviously if you're training hardcore seven times a week you will know when it's affecting you Mm -hmm. in a negative way like your hormones are going to be out of whack your relationship is going to suck because you Mm -hmm. don't have time so that would be an indication that maybe you need to be more balanced Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course if you are doing yoga all the time and your goals are to build muscle and you're frustrated because you don't have the definition that you want then that's a good indicator that maybe you need to do something a little bit more intense Mm -hmm. to build that so it's all about like what your goals are what your biofeedback is for your body and Mm -hmm. the relationships around you like do you have time to nourish those yeah do you need to take a step back to nourish them I feel like there are so many different stages that you go through in your fitness journey. You go through like the need to start and then you start and then you have like resistance that comes. And so then there's this need to um, master um, uh, consistency, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. So what – and then once you master consistency, I feel like like with working out and just with anything in life, this beautiful lesson I learned from working out is like you never get to the top. Like you never right. actually reach There's your no end. end goal. There is no end goal. <laughs> and like shit gets harder and harder. It's like levels of like a video game or something mm-hmm. like that, the freaking matrix. How can somebody know that like mm-hmm. maybe they're at a point where they need to start to take care of themselves in this way mm-hmm. and this is the thing that's going to help them change yeah. everything? Yeah. There's usually two places. One is... I'm unhappy. I don't know where to start. I know nothing. Help me. Teach me. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is I'm doing everything right and it's not working. If someone's struggling, Mm -hmm. maybe mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, with their health or just their energy, right? Like, or they're just depressed. How do they know, like, like, when's a good time to start? You know, I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel too far gone. Right. Or they've just never reached a, like, or attained a goal that they maybe deep down want. And therefore, they don't think it's possible for them. I think it's it's different for everyone. When I when I meet with with clients and I do this right off the bat, I always ask them what their aha moment was because mm. like something triggered them to apply, mm-hmm. and it's usually like, oh, my marriage is falling apart, or I have a wedding coming up, or I you know I've spent three thousand dollars this year in quick fixes, nothing is working. I'm tired of not fading into my clothes. So they give me reasons like that. Mm-hmm. For me specifically, it's when. I was, I had, I went through a very toxic relationship. I was with him for six and a half years total. And when I became single, I did like two years. I was like, whoa, me, I'm going to party my balls off. I like, <laughs> literally want to like mask all my feelings. I've been abused and I gained 30 pounds of weight doing this and also $30,000 in debt because I was living this lifestyle that I couldn't afford. And w- one day I remember waking up and my Thanksgiving fat pants were tight and I was like oh hell no oh no <laughs> I was like nope this is not happening and I'd been drinking the night before and I always bruise really easy when that happens and I had like little bruises on my arms it's like okay this is like not this is not good mm-hmm. like yeah I'm not my mom raised me better than this I'm not making the best decisions like something's missing mm-hmm. so my girlfriend and I uh, we did this joint fitness program together and I ended up losing 15 pounds and then we got me kind of lean, and my coach was like, "Have you ever thought about doing a show?" And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to do that." But then I kept drinking and like going out because I hadn't addressed the mind, right? Yeah. And then I had a better body, right? Yeah. So now I had like this new confidence, and then like 
three or four of my makeup boyfriends were at the same bar and it was like this whole ordeal. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Maria, you need to like, you need to like figure out what's wait, going wait, on. Wait, pause. Were they all like expecting you to make out with them? And then I like you were. I had made out with them at some point. On separate occasions? Yes. Or all on the same night? No, no, no. At separate occasions, but they were all at the same bar. So in my head, I'm like, okay, which one do I choose? Do I avoid all of them? Do I like... Do how do I because I how do I play this <laughs> exactly <laughs> and I was like your mom does not raise you to do this <laughs> oh wow but I was like newly single and like trying to date and trying yeah. to figure out who I wanted to be with and, yeah you know so it's like you go on a date and then you know they you know they kiss you but it's like nothing serious right right, right. but like I was trying to find the right person well right? I mean why not have options if you just got out of a six and a half year right. relationship that yeah. was abusive like not all the options in one place yeah maybe just know? not all that, that's just my hometown <laughs> though that's like that would probably never happen here in, you know LA yeah. Orange County yeah yeah so it was just funny situation I was like okay and I think there was maybe a fight or something I'm not sure it was a between long time ago. the guys yeah oh uh, yeah they were like, like you sniffed her <laughs> That's my woman. <laughs> like that's my Sicilian. You know? <laughs> so it was. It was after that, and I was like, okay, I think I just need to like stop drinking for a while. Wow. So that's when I did my first competition prep, is because I needed something that would just hold you remove, accountable. Yeah, and remove me from that lifestyle, and that was the best decision ever. Because then, after being sober for 12, 14 weeks, I was able to take a look at my life from a bird's eye view, and once I was so far removed of it, I was like looking at other people's choices and lifestyles, and I was like, ugh. Wow. Like, I don't think I want that for myself. Yeah. And I, I always knew I wanted more, too. Yeah. Because I was raised in Sicily. Right. So like, island vibes. Island and then, vibes. And then moved me to Springfield, Missouri. Oh, my God. Which is It's like they not... took you, the cheetah, and put you in a cage. Yes. Oh, I love that. Have you read Untamed by Glennon Doyle? I have it. She talks about the cheetah. You didn't read it, huh? No. <laughs> Can you tell? Yes. So I have it. She talks about she talks about um, how she takes her children to the zoo with her partner, and she's at this zoo, and they see this gorgeous cheetah, mm-hmm. and it's you know sitting in its its artificial home that it has at the mm-hmm. zoo, and the cheetah just kind of looks sad. Like the cheetah's not really responding. There are kids banging on the glass and just trying to get the attention. And the the cheetah looks sad. Mm -hmm. The cheetah was born in the zoo. The Mm -hmm. cheetah doesn't know any different. Right. And so like the, the tour guides talking about this, this cheetah that lives here and it's, it's, you know, it belongs to the zoo and this is like, it's like a family here and da, da, da. But Mm -hmm. she talks about how you can notice a sort of sadness within Mm -hmm. this cheetah that, Maybe she's not aware of the cage that she's in, but she has a dissatisfaction within her because what she's meant to do is be running out in the Mm -hmm. wild. Yep. So that's what they... It was a sense of feeling incomplete and knowing that I needed more and not being able to access it. Wow. Because I feel and look my best when I'm traveling. Yes. Oh, I'm in the flow when I travel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like... My skin is glowing. My eyes are brighter. Wow. I'm like, my skin is better, um, depending on what country, not Peru. My digestion's better, too. <laughs> <laughs> Third world countries or like, you know, yeah, yeah are just a little bit harder. But um, yeah, I just, because I'm multicultural, like I was born in London then, and I was there for six years, moved to Sicily for five years where I did all my elementary in my house. Like if you were... Picture your most favorite authentic Italian movie with like a villa. That was my house. Wow. I have a vineyard still. Wow. A hazelnut forest with like so many fruit trees. Like as a kid, 
we didn't even have TV. Like, we had a TV box that was, like, this big, and it was, like, black and white, and it was, like, you know, like, yeah. the little, you yeah, the sound. But we weren't allowed to watch TV unless it was on the weekends. And then what a we different could life. only watch it if our homework was done. So when our homework was done on the weekends, we wanted to go play with the neighbor's kids. So we literally never watched TV. Wow. And we would build tree houses. We would find rocks and old cement, and we would try to make, like, houses to live in. And my dad would hand me scissors, and I would go and, like, cut the grapes for the wine harvest and, like, drag a bucket back. And and then, like, when my dad would cook, he'd be like, hey, go out to the garden and grab some fresh basil. I'm like, okay, dad. And I would go and grab basil and weeds because I didn't know any different (laughs) but that's how I was raised yeah going from that to a completely different language completely different culture Springfield Missouri was was really hard yeah I had to relearn the English language because I had forgotten it from being in London um there was only one English as a second language program in our town and so anyone from Springfield would go there so you could live 30 45 minutes away and you would still have to go there. Like, there were no districts Oh, for my that. gosh. So, because there was only, like, 15 of us, they gave us a short bus. So, I also rode the you short bus. You rode the short I bus? I rode the short bus in middle school. Cute. And let me tell you, that will follow you all the way to high school. I People know. will know and remember. Oh. Yeah. It's fine. So, you went from this totally different environment to living in Springfield, Missouri, where you were surrounded by land. and and people who probably didn't have like you know the best habits you found yourself in bars a lot Mm -hmm. you shared this quote on instagram and i wanted to ask you about it i think it goes perfectly just with you like Mm -hmm. recognizing the toxic relationship and being able to leave you say when you don't let people disrespect you they will start calling you difficult but i would rather be hard to deal with than easy to manipulate Mm -hmm. what does that mean to you there's, there's two parts to this quote that I love and I resonate with. Um, one, the first part is my entire life I kind of let people walk all over me. And it's because my, my mom modeled that a little bit. She mm. would do whatever my dad said and try to keep the peace and kind of like walking on eggshells and making sure everyone was perfect. And I would ask her what was wrong. She's like, everything's fine, you know? Mm. And I, I did that too. And so people would take advantage of me and my niceness and my kindness. And so I, I, I wanted to kind of grow a backbone because that would affect me later on in life and, and still does from time to time. I catch myself. But I had, um, I had a bunch of, not a bunch, a couple of friends that were not okay with my transformation happening. Mm. And because I wasn't living that lifestyle anymore, they changed how they acted towards me and started calling me very haughty and accusing me of thinking that I was better than everyone else which that was not the case I was just like trying to go in a different direction you and were feeling more confident you yeah were just taking care of yourself and they were not used to me being confident right they were not used to me being fit they were not used to me getting attention and right people talking to me um because again I would always make myself kind of small Right. Right. So once I started changing, I kind of just like sifted through my friends and I had friends that changed with me and were accepting of the new Maria. And then I had some friends that were not and now Mm. they're acquaintances Mm. and that's okay. So I would rather that happen than me be stuck in this pattern of people using me and me dimming my light and not standing up for myself. And the second part, um, I'd rather not be someone people can manipulate Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I, I was modeled a marriage where 
both parents manipulated each other in their own way and it wasn't a happy marriage Mm -hmm. and I just don't want that to happen to me in, Mm -hmm. in any relationship that I'm in and I had to learn to take a stand for myself and it's okay to ruffle feathers mm-hmm. um if it if it's if it's something that was going to benefit not benefit you but as long as you're not harming anyone and you're taking a stand for yourself it's okay if their feathers are ruffled like yeah. that, that's on them right right it's like, not your responsibility exactly. how they respond to your new creation exactly you are only responsible for what you're continuing to create mm-hmm. and if that causes a reaction in someone it's not your problem that's a personal problem right yeah it's they're they're responding based on how they were raised and based on how their life experiences have been mm-hmm. but i yeah i just my my mother, she's an angel. She's great. She just wants everyone to be happy. Yeah. And I want that too. Right. But I, I don't want that anymore to the point to where I'm not happy because of it. Mm. So I had to grow a backbone and take a stand for the things that I want. Why, Maria, is it so triggering for people to see you change? I think it 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 makes them feel very uncomfortable because I, I, I honestly feel like everyone knows deep down that they should be healthy, mm-hmm. right? Like if you are overweight, like you probably know that you should not be overweight, right? Mm-hmm. And whether that's a disease that's making you that way or a lifestyle choice that's making you that way, maybe you've tried and tried again to lose weight and you haven't been able to when you see someone else succeed, it makes you feel bad about yourself and mm-hmm. misery loves company. So whether you know you're doing it or not, mm-hmm. you may say something to like, bring that other person down Mm. because you want them to feel closer to how you feel Mm. so like you'll be at dinner and stacy will order a salad and add grilled chicken on top Mm -hmm. and then maybe you didn't know what to order on the menu so you already ordered you know the mac and cheese and you see stacy's salad you're like oh you're having a salad stacy yeah (laughs) stacy's salad (laughs) yeah so you're having a salad Mm. You know, like it's just like subtle things like that. Yeah. You know? No, totally. Whereas me being fit, like I would see Stacy ordering grilled chicken, I'd be like, Yeah, that's my girl. That's oh, my girl. Yeah. Hit your macros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would start a conversation like, Hey, you pick something super healthy, that's awesome. Are you into fitness? Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, I totally. And, and people get triggered by that because they deep down know that they should probably be doing the same and they either mm. haven't been able to or can't. Mm. All of that is to say. If you are, because this happened to me a lot in my 20s, if you are experiencing like rigidity in your friendships, but you also happen to be going through a time of transition and change, don't take it personally because it's it's not about you. It's 100% about the person who has an issue with whatever right. it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So what are some of the things that you used to do that you are just absolutely not doing anymore? Tequila. Oh. <laughs> from time to time I'll, I'll throw some tequila in there but uh, I really started valuing my sleep beforehand I was just going out all the time getting up to be at work at eight like maybe getting four hours of sleep so I wow. definitely I know I don't know how I function sleep is so, so underrated I am such a grandma now. me too what time do you go to bed like nine nine thirty yeah like asleep by nine nine thirty yeah yeah I have an alarm that goes off at eight thirty, and as soon as that hits I'm just Yes. Yep. And and we just had a girls' weekend, and before our girls' weekends would be like tequila, sushi, stilettos, like mini skirts, and our girls' weekend was fire, like a, a fire with hot cocoa and period tea, underwear, period underwear, <laughs> face masks, yeah, we did fuzzy socks yeah. in a cabin in the woods. 
I know. So things have changed a lot. But um, I would say I have more of those nights now yeah. than I do the other nights. And I feel 21 at heart. So, like, I, right. I need those other nights, too, from time to time where I go out and I get dressed up. But it's it's definitely not as often as it was before. But that um, – I started really working on my mindset like reading books and mm. journaling and, and meditating and that has helped to really ground me and help me figure out where I want to go in life mm. and if I do need to make a decision it helps me make better decisions and I definitely eat more every single day than I was before is that something that surprised you yeah. on your like fitness yeah. journey because you're in the best shape of your life yeah I feel and that. you're and you're eating more and you're yeah because before I would eat healthy during the week which was really under eating yeah but then on the weekend it was a free-for-all mm-hmm. like I had that warrior mentality to mm-hmm. you know probably 5,000 calories if you include alcohol mm-hmm. so that you know me under eating then overeating on the weekend was it was awful for my my fat mm-hmm. my fat cells mm-hmm. my fat percentage just kept going up and up mm-hmm. so me being more consistent throughout the entire week and not just the weekdays was a huge difference for me because the weekend's 33 percent of your week yeah. And I'm 100% or, or zero. So, like, right. if I go hard, I go hard. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I have to really practice balance. Yeah. So, I would ruin two weeks worth of progress in one weekend. It's a lot easier to mess it up than it is to build it. It Yes. Like, you can yeah. it, you can spend a year building it, and then you mm-hmm. just set that baby on fire. Yeah. It's, like, some, some, some habits truly are toxic habits, mm-hmm. and they keep you in a low place because mm-hmm. they're hard to get out of, yeah. you know? So, I think... Like we were just saying, like when you try to claw your way out of that, it's very triggering to see somebody get out and then you still feel so stuck. Right. Yeah. Because you see them going up and moving out and then you are stuck there. Yeah. And I even feel that way too sometimes. Like I'm a normal human being. Then I have to remind myself like everyone is different. Yeah. Right. And like, and then I get over it Well, okay. So if you are somebody who struggles with comparison, like naturally, I, I think it's not something to beat yourself up about. I yeah. mean, because I naturally like I think my brain is just wired this way it doesn't matter if you're my best friend Mm -hmm. or just an acquaintance like if I see somebody and I know this isn't great but it's true if I see somebody like really like succeeding or killing it it doesn't matter if it's something I'm interested or not yeah they immediately go on the pedestal I don't know why but I like oh they achieved something or oh they're doing something and usually people only share their highlights on right social media but like immediately they go on the pedestal Mm -hmm. so like I've had to get really good at like not comparing myself yeah. and taking people off of like yeah. off of the pedestal. Yeah, sometimes if I get that way, I'll think of that person really constipated. <laughs> Why does that help you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's got issues, you know, like like yeah. she's a real person, like you know, she. I don't know. It just makes me feel like <laughs> I heard a quote once that was like Beyonce poops. Exactly. Yeah. So it helps me take them off of a pedestal. Yeah. When I. <laughs> can picture them struggling with things like that you see them a lot of people struggle with and, or maybe I'm like squatty well, potty exactly like completely butt-ass naked like like faces red you know and I'm in my head I'm like well I know how to fix that she probably doesn't <laughs> oh my god okay. or I would never get that way I'm, you know you know I don't right. know <laughs> oh no I don't know it's I just me you. though it's I'm a little twisted okay I want to play a game of this or that okay I have some written down but I might I might go a little crazy I love that. okay cool Okay, air dry or hair dry? Hair dryer. Right now, in my phase of life, diffuser 
Diffuser. Yes. You put I know me on the diffuser. An, it changed my life. I know. I know it's not one of one of the, this or that, but like air, it would be a hair dryer, but with a diffuser. With a diffuser. Yes. If you have curls, you have to diffuse your hair. This yes. is the most, like Maria put me on yes. this and it actually changed my life. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because like I used to like straighten my hair all the time. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. even like in second grade, like mm-hmm. I wanted to be Avril Lavigne, so I wore a tie to school every day and yes. I had like, pin straight hair. <laughs> I cannot picture this at all. <laughs> oh my this God. is so you right now. Yeah, I, I know. Can. And now I'm like curls. Yes. Let, let the curls, curls out. Are in. So curls are in. Curls are in, bitches. <laughs> okay, period underwear or tampons? I'm a, I'm a tampon girl. Tampon girl. Do you have I should be underwear? a period underwear girl, but like it can get messy, you know? As we both know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I, yeah, and I, I mean, my periods are not super heavy, so yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Tattoos or piercings? On a man or woman? Ooh, let's do both. <sighs> On a man, tattoos, mm. for sure. On a woman, <sighs> I don't know, because I don't, I don't swing that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I guess, um, I think both are beautiful. I think. Yeah, tattoos also. Yeah, tattoos yeah. also. I mean, I have more piercings than I do tattoos, which is weird. It's weird because I feel like girls go for the gold. Like, girls get, like, the piercings because yes. it's, like, I don't know. It is Feminine. It is. Like, yeah. I've never seen a dude with, like, more piercings than tattoos. Right. I mean, I, I love how piercings look. I think they're very feminine. And yeah. They can be, especially if they're in the right places. And I have more piercings than I do tattoos. Like, I have right. a ton. Like how many tattoos do you have? Three question mark yeah i have three well one is technically one but it's it's like it's, it's, it's like, like here a piece yeah oh, okay. so like, so, but so it's but it's limbs right so mm. um three and then i have one two three four five six ten piercings oh wow okay great yeah okay so piercings i used to have <laughs> 11 but those were inconvenient oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> so those what was fine. it was it your foot no, my nipples. Oh. <laughs> my nipples. My nipples. <laughs> they were inconvenient? Yeah, because when I had implants, then they just kept pushing against my bras yeah. and everything. So I just took them out. Yeah. It sounds like a good idea, but then when you do it, well, not. Well, when you don't have boobs, it's like the only thing that you can do to make them yeah. somewhat Are you different. glad you got your boobs done? I am. Do you love them? I do. That's amazing. Do you yeah. have any advice for someone who's thinking about getting their boobs done? <sighs> what did it do for you? It, it increased my confidence because I have such a big face and such big hair and eyebrows that I felt like my you chest did not to match. <laughs> to match the big personality as well. Yeah. So I felt like it made me very like well-rounded mm-hmm. and very proportionate. Yeah. I mean, if someone wanted to get implants, that is completely a personal decision. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to sway one person either way. There's yeah. definitely pros and cons. Um, if you have a really, really stressful lifestyle, your body is more likely to reject your implants, and mm-hmm. that's when you can get breastplant illness. Yeah, I've heard of it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But I also feel like there was a huge movement of that. Yeah, there was. And a bunch of people took theirs out, and it didn't change anything. Yeah. And it was probably more likely something else going on that mm-hmm. they didn't quite uncover. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. I'll have to talk to somebody who's done an explant. Yeah. Um, okay, heavy lifting or cardio? Heavy lifting. Ooh, why? Cardio is hardio. <laughs> <laughs> cardio is hardio. I mean, I yes, weights for sure. Okay. If there's somebody who's listening to this who like only does cardio, like what do you have to say to them? <laughs> <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> Let's train together. Yes. <laughs> there's yeah. just something so empowering about lifting 
a 30 pound suitcase above into the airplane little what is that the um the aircraft carrier yes right? yeah I don't know, the and not area. having a man have to do it for you like yeah back up joe i got this and then you just like press it in totally totally like, yeah and then like being in a dress and having some nice carry underwood legs where you can see like a little quad sweep wow is so sexy like i literally feel like I know because of how I'm built that I will walk into a room and and this sounds weird but I know that people will notice I look different. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I like to make heads turn. Oh, well and like, said. And, I, you know, and it's also very like and when I see someone else like even, so if another female were to walk in and she was not ripped by any means but I could tell she's working out I'd be like oh good for her. You know. Right. Like, I was like in my head I'm like I know that you've worked really hard for that mm. or men who mm-hmm. are shredded I love mm-hmm. I know how hard they work for that so it's very inspiring to mm-hmm. me and it just it says a lot about their character and discipline well I think that you can immediately tell the energy of a person who works out like you can distinguish the difference between someone who moves their body mm-hmm. and is intentional with their life like I feel like how you do one thing is how you do everything so yes. if you're going in on one area of your life whether it's fitness or mindset or relationships like the other areas are typically really affected and so the same is also true if you're someone who does not take care of yourself mm. I feel like that energy really shows yes yeah yeah I think weight training is especially if you're a foodie it's weight training helps build your metabolism mm-hmm. so you naturally can eat more mm. and I love eating so yes, I like to turn heads when I walk into a room, but I also love food Ooh. so much. My Ooh. dad was a chef, so Italian, Italian, chef. like chef. authentic like, Italian, like owned a restaurant chef, and so I have a very eclectic, spoiled palate. So I oh. love, I just, I love, I love traveling because of all the food. Wow! Like when I was in Bali for a month, all I did was go to a new cafe every day and work. That's amazing. A what kind of, of coffee, food do they have there? Just deliciousness. It's wow. like all clean colors and present presented nicely. Like I mean, all all the food that is practically. Have you been to Tulum? No, but I'm going for a bachelorette trip. It's going to be insane. It Bali's like Tulum, but way way cheaper. Wow. And like all the cute little places here, collective places here in LA. It's kind of like that. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, and really I also fresh. there is something to eating colorful food. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I I feel like you can you can make eating healthy as easy or being healthy as easy or as complicated as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can still achieve good results. Like yes. even if you just walk out in the world and you're like, "Today, my intention is just to like instead of being like, "I'm going on this strict diet," you could literally just say, "I want to eat colorful natural foods today." Yes. You know, do you have any tips on like how to maybe make fitness easier? You need to find the recipes. You need to learn through trial and error the foods that you like and don't like, what foods to put together, what spices, what condiments to add. And also, I feel like it's really helpful to learn the science behind the food that you're eating Mm -hmm. so that you can start valuing it. Like once you understand how protein impacts your body in a positive way, you will always make sure that there's protein at each meal, right? right? When you understand that different colors of foods have different micronutrients and those micronutrients help your gut health so that you don't get bloated, like you will start to value those things. Mm -hmm. And when you remove processed foods and high sugars, your palate also changes so that you can actually taste the natural sugars and Mm -hmm. flavors of the food and that makes you like those foods more. Mm -hmm. So for someone who is just starting out, if you don't have the time to do the research and the trial and error, 
hire a coach that will give you a tasty meal plan. Oh, yeah, good. You have a ton of recipes, too. I have a ton. On your Instagram. I have three cookbooks that my assistant and I, um, my assistant coach and I have made together. They're just like PDF books. But we have um, a general one that has breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts. And then we have a fall favorites, which is all basic pumpkin warm spice. Oh, my God, I love. Like pumpkin mac and cheese and like pumpkin. Pumpkin mac and cheese. Yes, like pumpkin loaf, protein pumpkin loaf. Um, We have. I mean, just like everything, like healthy pump, uh, healthy pecan pie, and then we have a holiday cookbook. Uh. So it's like healthy. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> so we have healthy versions of typical holiday food. Oh, that's Like healthy great. cranberry sauce, uh, baking a chicken. Um, what else do we have? Like healthy dressing, you know, stuff like that. And and the goal is to provide these things for clients so that they can still indulge in their favorite foods, right. but do it in a lower calorie way and no FOMO exactly because the thing is like it's never going to be exactly like the high calorie meal is going to be but it might be a close second or third Mm -hmm. and as long as you feel like you're participating and you kind of fix the sweet tooth or indulge and you feel somewhat satisfied like that's enough to keep you going Mm, so we, we do that for our clients if they're tracking macros or if they don't want to do that then we can give them meal plans mm-hmm. and the app that i use currently will give you four different options per meal mm-hmm. so for breakfast you have four different options of breakfast that you can have yeah so it gives them variety too and so that's a good place to start i've noticed that when i have like a meal plan i i just print it out and put it on my refrigerator and for whatever reason just having that there mm-hmm. i execute yeah. But like if I don't have that on my refrigerator, I could have a full refrigerator of a bunch of healthy options mm-hmm. and for whatever reason if nothing's on my refrigerator, I either like forget to eat a meal or mm-hmm. like I just I'm like I don't know what I want and then I go for something that's easy and mm-hmm. I microwave it, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's super easy to fall into that. So actually for those listening right now, super helpful 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 tip is to print your meal plan and put it on your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you'll have more energy and like also I've done the macros that you're talking about before right. and if you're listening to this and you're like what the or macros <laughs> it can be super simple yeah. i think coaching really helps well, there's, there's, there's like two ways to do it right you can follow a meal plan which tells mm-hmm. you exactly what to eat when which is nice or right. you can track your own macros and what right. that means and what how i have my clients do it is i i believe that macro tracking gives you the ability to be flexible it also teaches you a lot about the nutritional value of food right. but i have them track their whole day before it even starts so they do it right before they go to bed or first thing in the morning if they have time to do it first thing in the morning. So essentially they're building their own meal plan every Mm -hmm. single day and all they have to do is pull out their phone Take a look at what they're eating, mm-hmm. and then put it back in their pocket or purse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, give me the meal plan yeah. with my macros in it. Yeah. Make my life easier, Maria, please. Holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. Since we're kind of talking about this already, what are your best tips for staying on track with your goals through the holidays? Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people go off the rails on the yes, holidays. I agree. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, don't you think it's best to maybe? Come up with a plan to be like precautionary. It's like better to be preventative than like. Oh, I'll just get through the holidays and then I'll... Yeah. I I tell my clients, like, hey, talk to your family and friends before you come in. Like, hey, I've invested in myself um, or, like, I'm doing this fitness thing. This is my plan. 
I'm going to walk every single day. I'd love for you to come on walks with me if you want to keep me company. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to be eating mostly clean foods. Um, or if you're like, my mom always likes to stock the fridge when I get there. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, what do you want? I'm always like Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, like Cute. cold cuts, you know, just like healthy things that I can cook. Mm-hmm. But I, and especially if I'm like dieting for a show or something, I'll tell my family, Hey, this is what I'm doing so that they know how I'm going to act. So it's not a surprise to them whenever I don't eat like the garlic mashed potatoes or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them it's not forever. It's just for right now. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, it's mm-hmm. just temporary. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure that I have a plan. I always talk to my friends and family, Hey, this is, this is what I'm doing. And then I always make sure that I have food prepared so that I can eat throughout the day mm-hmm. or else if I don't eat throughout the day, then I'm grazing on stuff that other people have prepared. Right. And there's, you know, that yeah. Sharon put a whole bag of a sugar whole, in and that. a whole stick of butter. Yeah. Yes. A whole stick of butter. The yes. first four <laughs> letters of butter are butt. <laughs> yeah. So I, I try to just eat my own foods as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I always make sure that I have a ride or a method of transportation so I can go for a walk or I can go to the gym. That's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just feel like if you're at the gym on Thanksgiving Day, because I've been that person before, mm-hmm. you feel like so good. You do. Yeah. You're and like, you're minimizing calories too. Yeah. And you get to refeed your right. muscles. So like if you go hard at the gym Thursday, then your Thanksgiving meal is the perfect time to have that meal because it's going to so refeed it's okay on your muscles. To eat, so it's okay to like have yeah. these things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One, just like eating one salad is not going to make you magically fit. Right. Having one Thanksgiving dinner where you eat a bunch of weird stuff, it's not going to make you gain weight. Right. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. But it's, like, the two, three, four days afterwards where you're eating the leftovers and you continue drinking and you, Mm -hmm. like, are lacking sleep. It's those days that are what pack on the fat. Mm -hmm. Like, one isolated dinner is not going to do anything Mm -hmm. to you. So when you you do that, when you have smaller portions and you prioritize vegetables and protein – And you go to the gym that morning and maybe you go for a walk after you eat. Like all those little baby things make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Oh, back to this, this or that. I want to, I want to know this. Okay. Okay. Friends with benefits or long-term relationships? Long-term relationships. Yeah. I have been a serial monogamist for like 12 years. Yeah. And even if I don't want to get in a relationship, I'm always ending up in a relationship. Yeah. I was maybe single for three months Mm -hmm. back uh, when I was in my twenties mm-hmm. and then at the end of my twenties, I was single for eight months, but I was still going on dates and mm-hmm. having like small yeah. connections, you know, like that's good. That's healthy. Waters. Why yeah. would you not? Yeah. But then it always ends up being a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. And I, I like relation. I'm a cancer. Yeah. So I like, I love love and I love to be loved. I'm the same way. I'm a long term, yeah. both of my yeah. relationships. I mean, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. And then, you know, like the only ever boyfriend I ever had was also a couple years long. Like, yeah. But I, like I mean, to you know, nurture things and watch them grow and perfect them. And, yeah. you know, I just, I, I love, I love co-creating. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And life's yeah. just easier with a partner, honestly. Yeah. And, and when, yeah, when it comes to flings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's just like unfulfilling. They just have to be on the same page as you. Though, right. Or it's not going right. to work. Exactly. Like you have to both be, and I understand at some points in relationships, like you don't always, you're not on the same page always. Right. Like yeah. people are going to go through their thing, but like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when you come together is your, is your big picture aligned. Right. You and know? dating now is so weird. Like there's so many different definitions. Like, are you exclusive? Are you not exclusive? Like there's like dating exclusively and then there's relationships and then there's just dating. Yeah. And then there's like casual and each one has a like different 
meaning and what you expect from the other person is different. So it's terrifying. Yeah. Well, but it's good because you're going to get to know yourself. And now that I know this about you, I'm not going to let you jump right into a relationship. (laughs) I'm going to be like, you got to wait a couple months, babe. Six months. Ashlyn has said that for a long time. And I went eight months. That's really good. My my relationship. I'm impressed with that, you know? And uh, I once heard, and I don't think that this is true, but it was true for me. Um, They say that however long you were with a partner, it takes about half the time that you were with them to get over them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think when you're in a relationship, you just, you almost become one with that person. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it takes some time to like refine yourself and like mm-hmm. rediscover yourself. And what I agree a, with that. What a beautiful yeah. thing to do. Mm-hmm. A great time to get into fitness. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're starting over again and like yeah. you're trying to find yourself again, I feel like yeah. such a good time to like recommit to yourself. Fitness was definitely, and just that first transformation program was the catalyst that changed my entire life. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. Well, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that, too, for myself. Like, yeah. Like, just for mental health and... <laughs> it's, not, it's not your interview, okay? It's not... The I'm... curls are, like, coming in her face right now. <laughs> they just, like, attacked Medusa hair. No sex for three years or no working out for one year? No working out for one year <laughs> as a fitness coach. <laughs> I mean, sex. Come on. Yeah, it's great. Okay, you how can about... technically work out while you have sex. Yes, you can. Likes, you know. Yes, like you can. So abs. just a lot of sex. Yes, then. <laughs> will be my workout. <laughs> great. Okay, are you someone who writes everything down, or do you type everything in your phone? I type it in my phone, and then I forget mm. that I've done it. Mm. Yeah, I have to write everything down. I'm old school. Mm-hmm. People are so organized. And- Google Calendar. Google Calendar all for the, the way. Win. Yeah, yeah. I should be sponsored. I've literally gotten so many people to download the app. Like, Isn't I should. It free? I should. It it is. <laughs> <laughs> Google, if you would like to pay me. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. This, this <laughs> podcast is not brought to you by Google, sadly. No. Um, win the lottery or find your soulmate. But find let's my- say the lottery was like a billion dollars. <laughs> But could I could I still find my soulmate after I win the lottery? No, it's it's this or that. Oh, okay. I would I would like to find my soulmate for That's sure. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. And like a billion dollars though. Yeah, I can make a billion dollars. Yes, you can. Yeah, if you I'm happy with my soulmate, dollars. then like that. Guys, that that sounds could... so shady of me. I'm like, well, yeah, like fuck Josh, billion dollars. <laughs> I can buy myself twelve dollars. But you can buy dashes. your soulmate. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, you can't. That's not the okay. No. <laughs> well, okay, Maria. I do want to ask you this, just to kind of wrap things up. So, first of all, thank you so much for sharing everything. Yeah. You're so inspiring and funny, it. and just oh, so easy you. to talk to and open up with. Like, thank you. I just love you. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are in a building, mm-hmm. and you get onto an elevator. Mm-hmm. A little girl comes onto the elevator. Mm-hmm. It's just her. She's by herself. Okay. You have 30 seconds to talk to this girl. There's something inside of you that's like, I want to share with her the secret or I want to share with her some knowledge or just something impactful. What would you say to her in those 30 seconds if it was going to impact her life? And how would you want her to feel after having interacted with you and met you? Wow. I would tell her, first of all, that she is so beautiful Hmm. and so seen. And no matter what she grew up seeing 
I, I would I would tell her that she is literally worthy of creating whatever reality that she wants and that whatever her dreams are, whatever she's imagined being growing up, the reason she believes that or wants that is because she's seen it happen. So there's absolutely no reason why she cannot do that or else the first person that did that couldn't have been able to do it. So it's just a matter of like knocking off the decisions or like making the decisions or, you know, creating your own version of that but mm. like it's literally possible for her because she's seen it done she mm. has legs she has a brain she has arms mm. and to literally like just find a way to make that happen ask people how they did it and and do it that because that's how i did it yeah you know I, and I would tell her that and then i would give her the biggest hug mm. yeah 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 that's, and i would i would i just want her to know that she's like seen and beautiful that's amazing mm-hmm. amazing yeah and to stand up for herself Yes. Ladies, you are beautiful. You are seen. Mm -hmm. It's time to stand up for yourself. It's time to start creating healthier boundaries in your life. Mm -hmm. Take a look at the things that you're doing and ask yourself if the people who are in your life, are they really supporting you? And when you go to move forward and you go to make that big change for yourself, it's okay if you lose some people Mm -hmm. along the way. You you are your your greatest compass in Mm -hmm. life. At the end of the day, you have yourself. So definitely check out the Me, Myself, and Health Academy right i mean perfect perfect (laughs) way to end this episode uh maria you're such a gift i love love you so much thank you for thank you for having me on your podcast it's been great